0: This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha.
1: Welcome to the very first Booch News podcast. I'm your host, Ian Griffin. I'm delighted to welcome two kombucha brewers from the Upper Midwest to the podcast. I'm on the phone with Carissa Hauk and Bianca Hutzler. They are the founders of SCOBI, spelt S-C-O-B-I, kombucha, from Spearfish, South Dakota. And they've recently made the news after winning a startup business contest held at Black Hill State University, where they're students. Hi, Carissa. Hi, Bianca.
0: Hi. Hi, Ian.
1: Hey. So, uh, I understand right now you're not in the frozen Midwest, but you're actually on a business trip to San Diego. Um, But let's hear, uh, I think I'm curious to know, when did you first get the idea of of starting a kombucha company? How did that happen?
0: Well, um, first of all, thanks, Ian, for having us and for taking your time. And um, I think it was a very interesting story how we got started and a little bit unexpected. Um, I'm still in school, I'm in my last year of my undergrad studies, and Carissa just graduated last year, and yeah, Carissa was the main person that started the kombucha thing, (laughs) so you should talk about it, Carissa. Oh, right, yeah, so I started with the single brew system, that's how I learned, and then as I continued, I learned about the continuous brew system, so I started doing that, and I um, started doing a black tea-based kombucha, continuous brew system, and then I heard about the green tea and honey kombucha, the June tea, or yun tea. Yep, yep.
1: yep. But um, when you brewed it at home, mm-hmm. was it um, sort of something that just the two of you enjoyed, or, or did you find family and friends were also... <laughs> taking with the because and, and the other question I've got before we get into that actually is back then, what was the availability of commercial kombucha up there in uh, Spearfish, South Dakota
0: yeah yeah i was um it was very cool because uh, Chris and I have been roommates for I think the past two years, right, mm-hmm. and we uh, were the kind of atypical college students like that probably spend more money on good food and stuff like that than on clothes and other Mm -hmm. stuff and so i was always the lucky tester of carissa's kombucha yeah with the sharing with friends and family i think we always gave uh obviously when friends came over and they always tried it and they loved it and then our families as well and um, yeah, and people would try store-bought kombucha, and they they wouldn't yeah wouldn't buy it anymore because they loved cursive Kombucha so much, and just the different taste and the different ingredient quality, and that's really how we continued experimenting. And then people, some of our friends, were like, "Oh, we should try this flavor and this fruit," and um, we. Yeah, found some really good flavor combinations with fruit and herbs.
1: What kind of flavors uh, are you brewing now then as part of the SCOBY Uh, kombucha?
0: Yeah, so we found there's um, like a huge – there's a group of people in our community that really like the fruit flavor. So we just do a pure fruit-berry blend for those people who like the sweeter, fruitier kombucha. And then we have the more health-conscious people who know what kombucha is and the benefits they get from it. And we do herbal, just pure herbal flavors. So one of them we do is a lemon balm, and that one's really good. Um, and then kind of in between that, we do an herb and a fruit blend, which is our raspberry mint at the moment. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So talk us through then. Uh, you were brewing it at home, and was that the scale you were at when the opportunity came up at the uh, university to present, or had you already kind of grown into oh. a?
0: <laughs> No, I mean, I remember, and we just have a small college apartment. And, of course, when we were experimenting, half of our kitchen was full of kombucha jars. And then at one point when, and we used that for product testing and for sampling, but then, of course, at one point when we had our school project and we presented it and we also um, competed in a business plan competition where we got the first, price, so we got a little bit of funding through that. It was like a Shark Tank event um, at our campus, and that was really the point where we knew we had, it was time to move out and to to look for a commercial kitchen, and uh, so we were able to expand, and I think at that point, we were probably brewing around five gallons at a time. Seven, Chris. I say seven. Um, so it was. You can just imagine. It was definitely too much. And I hope none of our friends got annoyed by all, by the kombucha smell in our little apartment. Um, but yeah. oh, you were doing no, five to
1: seven no. gallons. You're saying you're doing five to seven gallons in the apartment.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, that's 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 a lot. Yeah, that, I can imagine the smell of the uh, scobies, and so. Uh-huh. That's what you were at. You did the presentation. You got the first prize. Congratulations on that. And then, so that's where I'm really curious as to how people make that leap from the kitchen. Now you've got the commercial space so, and you've got some funding. So what were you, uh, what were you scaling up to there?
0: Uh, we scaled all the way up to 50 gallons from 7 to 50. And it, there was a lot of math involved because um, <laughs> uh, we really wanted to stick with the small glass jars. We do the two, two-and-a-half-gallon glass jars just because we like that concept. We think it tastes really great coming from that type of container. And so we were raiding different Walmarts to get all these glass jars. <laughs> and oh, this was a, that was a crazy time. Yeah, I remember that because we had... Um, At that time, it was winter in South Dakota, and a lot of deliveries take forever from – I mean, we're really landlocked kind of in in South Dakota in the Black Hills, and um, we have a lot of blizzards coming in in the winter. And so we decided – and we wanted to start as soon as possible. We wanted to have the containers and being able to start and also being able to follow our business plan that we presented – and so we we basically bought all the Walmart's empty of glass of glass jars, and yeah, I remember a day where we went to was it Rapid City, uh-huh. yeah, and we bought um, glass jars for our production, and and then a blizzard came up and we were battling through the parking lot getting all those glass jars loaded in our car. So yeah, lots of fun stories like that.
1: Well, it's interesting because are you aware that um, I think her name's pronounced Diana Trout, uh, yes. uh, who started Health Aid Kombucha, and mm-hmm. she's grown that now. I think it's probably one of our second top three kombucha companies in the country, okay. and she's stuck with two-and-a-half-gallon glass jars. That's what she's famous for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And, we saw that. We and, checked out their website and everything, and I think that's really Yeah, cool I think
1: she went done. to Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. for her glass jars, and I,
0: I'm sure she got <laughs> them.
1: Directly from the whole, from whatever the glass char factory is now. But so you're doing the small batch still. That's great. And an obvious question is then at this time of year, you probably have to do a little more insulation than somebody is brewing it in Florida. Say, Uh, is that an issue for keeping the temperature right, like 75 degrees or whatever Um, the optimum temperature?
0: Luckily for us, my dad is an electrician and very handy. He helped us remodel a room in our rental commercial kitchen space with all of the installation that's required, and uh, we have the controlled temperature to keep it at that, 75. And But yeah, we had to manually go in there, build out the wall so that we could put enough insulation in there to keep out the cold, because it does... Like we said, minus 40 degrees wind chill this week, and um, keeping that temperature up requires a lot of insulation. So thankfully, my dad was able to help us.
1: With That's that. great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, family and friends can be a big help. So, so you just to put it in perspective, then, so how long have you been at the 50-gallons uh, level? Um, what are we talking about, like just a few months or over a year now? or A few months. Yeah, and and so you've got this uh, brewing. Uh, how, how's it going on the sort of sales, marketing, and distribution side? Are you presumably are you are you pretty much restricting yourselves to selling in sort of a driving distance of um, of South where you live in South Dakota or, or other parts of the country carrying your boots now?
0: Well, not yet. Uh, right now, we are focused on. Uh, supplying regional uh retailers and for where we are, are at right now because we started yeah we started commercial production in January end of January and so we have about five retail accounts now in the region um which is was really amazing because people were coming up to us all the time because the demand is there and people want to have it in the stores and so um, I am luckily I'm a marketing major, so um, I had a little bit of knowledge there, and um, it was honestly not very pushy marketing at all. It was really people that were just so interested, and we did a lot of projects in the community because that's one of our major core values: is that we support the community and inspire them to more health and more mindfulness, more awareness about the environment, about supporting each other. And so we had several, especially the product development um, uh, phase, we had several projects where we partnered with yoga studios, with gyms. Um, We did some, we sponsored a self-defense seminar and then we had kombucha there and so a lot of people got aware of that we are starting. And um, and then obviously through the school, um, a lot of our friends knew about our project. And, yeah, so that's really um, how... It gets that's started, great. I would say, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's great, so this has been very interesting, but what do you think where' do you see yourselves in a couple of years i mean oh, what's really? your what's your vision for the future?
0: Um, in the near future, I can tell you kind of what we've been what we've been thinking and planning for is that we want to serve the whole Black Hills area with kombucha and then from there expand through the state of South Dakota and into the surrounding states in our Midwestern region, you know, including Wyoming, Nebraska, because spearfish is, you know, right on the border, kind of really close to Wyoming, so expansion into those areas as well, Um, and growing into most likely a bottling system of some sort, just because people also really enjoy the convenient grab a bottle, pay for it and go concept, Um, and from there also experimenting with different flavors from those different locations and regions. And, of course, we want to get into expanding into a June tea type of kombucha with the honey and green tea. Like Krista said, we want to uh, introduce uh, a yun tea um, and obviously experiment with that first, but uh, having a honey-based kombucha because we uh, really – believe in the importance, or we are aware of the importance of honeybees, and South Dakota is on uh, within the top 10 honey-producing states in the nation, and so we are pl- in the planning right now of partnering with a local uh, beekeeper and want to source the honey from there and then uh, donate part of our profits back to... Um, yeah, to a save the bees project because without the bees we wouldn't be able to do all our flavors and our kombucha. So we want to to give back.
1: Yeah, that's well. It sounds great. Just to uh, let people know then, if they want to find out more about you, can you kind of give us your website address?
0: It's kombucha, so s c o b i kombucha.com and then our social media is at Scoby Kombucha on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so, yeah.
1: That's great. That's great. Well, congratulations on what you've achieved to date and good luck um, growing. It sounds like uh, you've got a good market up there in uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit BoochNews.com.